Welcome to Lore of the Loch, brought to you by the Any Collective. Come, take a seat by the fire. This week's tale is a story of lost love and longing. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Andrew of West Ness was a reputable man. Tall, dark and handsome, plus he held much social power on the Isle of North Ronaldsey. But above all else, he was known for his strong dislike of the fairer sex. He often engaged in frivolous debates about exactly why he loathed them so, in order to get a rise out of anyone dumb enough to take the bait. Women are akin to rodents, in that they are dirty, smelly creatures that follow you everywhere you go, always asking to be loved or to be looked after. God, for some unknown divine reason, gave you two arms, two legs, and a head. So do it yourselves. I think you'll find we women do more than our fair share. Who do you think cleaned the shirt on your back? And who else would have cooked the food in your stomach? Without women, men simply could not survive. Ah, but any fool can learn to cook. But no woman has ever had the courage to hunt and fight, to work their fingers to the bone. (laughs) You couldn't even lift that barrel on your own. (laughs) If women were to go extinct, men would simply adapt and strive on. Whereas women would weep and moan until they starve to death. (laughs) You are just bitter, because no woman would ever stoop as low to share even a moment of her time with you, let alone show you any kind of affection. (laughs) That's exactly how I like it. You say that now, but who knows? Perhaps one day you shall find yourself bewitched by a woman's charms, and I hope very much that she won't even stop to look at you twice. That's unlikely to happen. Andrew left with a deep feeling of pride, knowing that he had successfully wound up another dreadful lass. God, he's a red arse. Truly one of a kind. Godspeed to any woman who crosses his path. Andrew had finished his daily tasks and was taking his evening stroll along the beach. (sighs) Me, Andrew of West Ness, falling into the trap of a woman's bewitchment? (laughs) When pigs fly. However, fate had other plans for Andrew, for just over the hills he heard the sounds of joyous laughter. Who could that be? No one ever walks this path. He reached the brow of the hill to get a closer look. And what should he see but a crowd of jolly young folk dancing on the shore? Their hands touched the sky and their bodies swayed in rhythm with the sea. Behind them, the sun kissed the water, bidding the Selkies goodnight. Andrew knew at once that these were the Selkie folk, for laying next to them was a pile of sealskins. Let me explain. Selkies were humans once, but after drowning at sea, their bodies took the form of seals. But at certain times of the tide, they could return to their humanly bodies by removing their seal skins. Helena, my wife, you dance so beautifully. Ooh, I love your human form, the way it curves and shines in the evening sun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop it. 
Come on, dance with me. Hmm, dance with you. <laughs> Shut up. Andrew decided to get a closer look. A silky skin ought to go for a lot in the black market. Or perhaps it would be nice to stuff and keep above the fire. Either way, I think it shall be a good idea to take one for myself. And so, Andrew moved slowly towards them. Once he reached the shore, he began to sprint to the selkie skins. He was spotted by a selkie man just in the nick of time. Human! Get back to the sea! Quick! The crowd began to disperse, running towards their skins too. Come on. Almost there. One after the other, the Selkie folks snatched up their skins and fled back to the sea. But Andrew of West Ness was quick, managing to grab the last skin. It was warm to the touch, soft, smooth, and mesmerizing. He turned around, chuffed with his new collectible, and headed for home again. I reckon I shall receive a pretty penny for this. But behind him, he could hear the sound of footsteps on the shore accompanied by a grief-stricken wail. He wanted to resist turning back. Don't do it. Got the skin, just keep walking. <laughs> Damn it. But the temptation was too strong. He turned around, and for a moment, he was frozen in awe. For there stood a beautiful young Selkie woman. She had long auburn hair, deep brown eyes, and was as naked as the day she was born. Her name was Helena, and with salt tears trickling down her face, she begged him, Please, please return my skin. I can't go back to my home without it or see my family again, or my loving man. The sea is all I've known. A life on land would be miserable for a woman like me. If you ever hope to have pity yourself one day, then please have pity on me. And give me back my skin! Andrew simply looked at her, bewitched. I imagine everything she had said completely passed him by, for he took no sympathy for poor Helena. In fact, the more he looked at her, the more he desired her. He wanted her. He craved her. He must possess her. No, I shall not return your skin. It belongs to me now, as do you. You shall come home with me and be my loving wife. <sighs> what? No, I already have a husband. I cannot. I said you shall be my wife. Now, follow me. Her pleas were wasted on him. Andrew of West Ness had set his heart on her. And no matter how many tears she shed, he would not set her free. Helena had no choice but to follow him home and become his obedient wife. But their marriage was far from a happy one. Helena, what did I tell you about ironing my shirts? This collar is wrinkled on the far right side. I cannot be seen wearing this. For goodness sake, woman, when will you ever get anything right? Sorry, Andrew. I'll do better next time. You always say that. And why on earth are you still not with child? Are Selkie women so close to the devil that they cannot bear children? I am trying. Helena and Andrew tried for children every night. It was a cold and unloving bed, as Andrew viewed Helena as a means to creating an heir, rather than a person who needed to be loved. 
After eight months of trying, Helena fell pregnant with their first child. And after that, with Andrew's focus more so on his son, she was able to relax slightly, which seemed to help. For after this, she bore three more boys and three girls. Helena! Helena! Oh, yes! I'm heading out for the day. Don't wait up. And so Helena was left alone to care for her seven children. Kids, time for learning, get up! Oh God, can't they ever just do what I asked them to? Every morning, Helena kept to her arduous routine. Breastfeeding her youngest, cooking, cleaning, entertaining, homeschooling, and cooking some more. She was up at the crack of dawn and worked tirelessly until well past sunset. On top of her motherly duties, Andrew also insisted that, as well as feeding him a three-course meal every evening, she rub his feet, bathe him, and maintain his pristine wardrobe as well. Here comes the rowing boat! Here it comes! Open your mouth and let it into the harbor! Open your mouth! God damn it! Just come here and open your mouth! What on earth was that? What happened? What did you break? Coming? You wait right here. And you, get on with your schoolwork. Oh, dear Lord. Most of Helena's days went a little like that. She resented every moment spent on land, occasionally finding moments to steal away to the shore where a bull seal would swim back and forth. Woe is me, my dearest Torsten. Shall I ever see you again? How I wish to be swimming through the corals by your side once more. But I fear I shall be trapped in this dry hell forevermore. I will never give up my love for you, Torsten. Never. The only time of the day Helena looked forward to was when she put the kids to bed. She would relish in telling them stories about her past life, masquerading them as fiction, of course. Are you all comfy? Hmm. What story shall I tell tonight? (gasps) The one about how the Selkie lovers met, please. I love that story. It's so romantic. Yes, I rather like that one too. Once upon a time, there were two Selkies who fell madly in love. It all began one dark night when thunder struck and a storm blew wild. The Selkie woman had gotten trapped in a whirlpool. It spun round faster than a prima ballerina can pirouette. The frantic waters were whipping up sand from the seabed, making the water so dirty. The beautiful Selkie woman couldn't see her flippers in front of her face. Help! Help! I can't see anything! Somebody please help me! Luckily for her, there was a kind Selkie doctor who had just saved a nursery of baby Selkies from the storm passing by. Is that a woman in danger? Anybody help me, please! Oh, my lord, it is! Uh, I'm coming! Uh, Just hold on! 
And so he sped to her, but the whirlpool was forceful, and the poor Selkie doctor was pulled right in with her. What are we going to do? Uh, give me a minute to think. We don't have a minute. We are going to be dragged into the bottomless caves any second. I've got it. Grab onto my flipper. She grabbed a hold of him, and then he pivoted off his tail, pushed against the edge of the cave they were traveling toward, and propelled them both upwards, right into the air. And then, with great flair, they triple somersaulted away from the whirlpool and landed on shore. She had so much sand in her eyes that she still could not see who this stranger was who saved her. Ugh, my eyes! Bloody hell, I can't see a thing! Let me take a look. No, it's okay. I can manage it myself. (laughs) I'm sure that you can. But I am a doctor, so if you wouldn't mind, I'm sure I could be of some assistance. Oh, sorry. Yes, that would be great. Thank you. He caressed her cheek and gently brushed the rough sand out of her eyes. Gradually... Her vision returned, and through the mist of tears, she could finally see her savior. And all within a moment, she fell in love. They gazed at each other for a long time before he slowly leant in and kissed her softly. And then they lived happily ever after. Good night, children. Sleep tight. Helena crept out of the kids' room, finished ironing Andrew's shirts and rubbed his feet. Only then was she able to get herself ready for bed. This was often the only time she would get to herself, and without fail, she always used it to search for her hidden sealskin. Ugh, it must be somewhere. I know it's not in the cabinets. Is it in the hay store? Is it in the buyer? I checked all those places already. But perhaps he's moved it back there? Better check again, just in case. She searched through the house. She searched through the hay store. And she searched through the buyer and the dairy. Where are you? But as always, Helena's search was fruitless. She got into bed and laid down, allowing a single salt tear to run down her cheek and stain her pillow, as it had every night of the nine years since she had been captured by Andrew. The years slipped by, and Andrew and Helena's sons were now fully grown and began accompanying their father on fishing trips. On one such occasion, Helena was left to care for her youngest daughter, who had cut her foot, and the wound had become infected. Elevate your leg, dear. (sighs) There we go. Mother will bandage you up nice and good. And then you'll be better in no time, okay? Thank you, Mother. How long do I have to keep it like this? Oh, probably a couple days. Maybe a week. But don't fret, dear. I'll be here the whole time to look after you. Can we play games and tell stories? (laughs) Yes, love. There will be ample time for all that. Now, I'm just going to get myself ready for bed, and I'll be right back. Yes, you had best be. 
But of course, Helena was not getting ready for bed. Instead, she set about looking for her stolen sealskin. Every night, she still hoped that tonight would be the night. So she searched, careful not to make too much noise. But her youngest daughter was wide awake this time and had spotted her. Mother, what are you looking for? Oh, oh well, um, I'm uh, looking for a bonnie skin to make you a pair of soft slippers to help heal your sore foot, dear. Oh, well, I know where there's a bonnie skin hidden. Helena froze. She could not be speaking about her seal skin. Helena searched for that once a day and had failed to discover it. But here was her young, shy daughter with all the answers she needed. She took a deep breath and told herself not to get her hopes up too high before turning to her daughter. Where? One day, when I was lying in bed and father thought I was sleeping, (laughs) he took a bunny skin from the top wall above the bed. He just looked at it for a long while, and then he set it back in again. Helena dropped everything and rushed into her daughter's bedroom. She ran her hands along the top of the wall where the rafter sat on top of it. Come on, come on. Suddenly, her hands touched something cold and smooth. Something familiar. She pulled it out, and there was her bonny skin. Seeing it for the first time in years felt like finding herself again. I never thought I would have a piece of my heart in both worlds. It will hurt so much to leave them. But I know what I am and what I am not. She clutched it tightly to her chest and walked back into the living room. Oh, great! You found it! Huh? Uh, um... Oh, yes. Are you not going to tear it up for sewing? I can do it if you like. I've been practicing! The little girl reached out for the skin, but Helena jumped away from her, snapping. No! You have no idea how long I have waited for this moment! Keep your dirty human hands away from my skin! Mother, I... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Oh, oh, I am so sorry, dear. I don't mean to yell at you. You are such a sweet child. I know I said I was going to be here for your recovery, but something has happened that I must attend to. What do you mean something has happened? What could have possibly happened this late at night? Is it father? Is he okay? Your father has never been okay. As you get older, please do yourself a favor and don't listen to a word that cruel man says. Mommy, what's going on? It's nothing you need to worry about, dear. Now, look at me. Helena knelt down next to her child and held her tightly. When your sisters wake up, let them know that I love them with all my heart. Tell them that when they need me, I'll be waiting by the shore. Do you remember those stories I would tell you when you were younger? The ones about the loving Selkie couple? Yes, those ones. Well... Those are my stories. Stories from my past life. My loving husband awaits me still, for he is the man who truly owns my heart. You're the Selkie woman? Yes, exactly. Thank you so much for helping me find my skin again. 
I love you. Helena kissed her daughter's forehead and then ran out of the house, through the town, and down to the shore. But it was too late. <laughs> Helena's heart belonged to the ocean. And now she had her skin again, there was nothing that could stop her from returning to the waters. She wrapped herself up in her skin and dove into the sea. Torsten! Torsten! Helena? Helena! Torsten came swimming towards her and they embraced. Oh, oh no. my love! Never leave my side again. Oh! Uh, now there is nothing and no one that can keep us apart. After their sweet reunion, she spotted a boat pulling into the harbour. She knew it was the boat that Andrew and her son sailed on. After a moment's contemplation, she decided it was only right she tell him herself. She swam right up next to the boat, popped her head out of the water and unzipped her selkie skin just enough so they could recognise her face. Good man of Westness. Farewell to thee, I liked you well, you were good enough to me, but I loved better, my man of the sea. And just like that, she slipped back under the water. What? How did you find that skin? C- come back here! Come back at once, you are my wife! No, please, no, I can change, I'll do better, you deserve a good man. Andrew searched and searched along the shore for his selkie wife, but he never saw her again for as long as he lived. But it was said that when her children used to go down to the beach to play, a seal would swim backwards and forwards in front of them, keeping careful watch and sending love to them through the breeze. And there you have it. We hope you enjoyed our tale. Come back again next time for another story. Oh, And next time you see a seal, make sure to say hello.